0: Hi, this is Heather Pickin, host of the Fearless and Fabulous Female Masterclass. You're going to learn in 90 days or less how to take your business to the next level. You want to go to the next level, you've got to align your mind to your vision and you got to take action. So I want you to take notes and I also want you to consider to upgrade to the Fearless and Fabulous Bundle. What that is is experts paid products give it to you for only $97. This is important because it's supporting a cause called She Should Run. And that is about getting 250,000 women running for office by 2030. I want you to be a fearless woman, stand in your power and know what you stand for. I hope you enjoy this masterclass. Well, hello everyone and welcome to another masterclass of the Fearless and Fabulous Female Entrepreneur Summit. I'm so excited. We're just gonna really dive right into it because I don't wanna waste your valuable time and I wanna give you uh, the expertise from my guest today, and I want to introduce you to my next guest, Amanda Eloish. Hopefully I pronounced her name right. Close enough. Tell you a little <laughs> bit about her. Uh, she is an international spiritual success mentor and teacher, medicine woman, and master uh, shippo shaman. Hopefully I said that right. Uh, she's the author of Unlock Your Success Code, and, and the Go Ask Alice Oracle and Tea Party Game. That sounds very fascinating. Mm-hmm. As San Francisco's leading spiritual success mentor, Amanda is building the world's most heart-sacred center, uh, a community center for spiritually-oriented professionals who want to create a purpose-driven life of prosperity. She helps you to work less and live more on purpose through spiritual success mentoring and integrative sacred plant medicine ceremonies. Uh, She's shared her gifts as an expert in her field with thousands in Auroraville, uh, India, uh, California Pacific Medical Center, California Institute for Integral Studies, and Google. She bridges science and spirituality to create phenomenal 100% success rates for her clients. Um, So I'm really excited to be talking about Today, selling your 10K programs, and this is the key, without being non-pushy with your
1: sales conversations. So, Amanda, thank you so much for being my guest today. It's so exciting to share this. I've actually never shared this publicly before, so it's really exciting.
0: I love it. I love it. Uh, Yeah, you know, let's talk about um, a lot of times. You know, when it comes to sales. Uh, a lot of coaches or consultants or people that have a service-based business, they they really feel like I, I really can't do this. They have this belief uh, around sales and thinking if I ask them how much you know this is, let's just say it's ten thousand. Uh, they're they're gonna say no, or I've got some fear around that. Mm-hmm. So l- let's talk about the beliefs and the fears that. That really keep people stuck. Let's start with that first, yeah. and then we'll go into um, what we're talking about today.
1: Yeah. Well, based on the work, I do a lot of work with the subconscious and the, the survival-based programs, usually connected with core wounds, that keep us stuck. And what I find is that most of us have a subconscious story that has something, some kind of resonance of, I'm not worthy, I'm not valuable, I don't matter... Uh, you know, I'm not good enough. And so if that's playing for us, then there's no way we can confidently convey the value of what we're offering. And then other people pick up on that and they don't, who's going to want to invest $10,000 in somebody who cannot stand in the value of what they're offering. Mm, Even if you can work miracles, you know, if you can't, convey that beforehand, nobody's going to feel comfortable handing over that kind of money to you.
0: You know, what you're saying is so true because I work with people on that inner level and you could basically give someone the marketing plan. Hey, here's how you need to market it. But if they're not aligned inside, then they're never going to ask, you know, for for the sale. So what you're saying is that all of this is internal. If you want to charge $10,000 for a program,
1: You've gotta work on those beliefs that are holding you back. Absolutely, I mean, I think we most of us who do work in, you know, an an area where we have to sell, right? Sell ourselves, sell our service, our products. Uh, We know that most decisions in purchases really are, they come right down to emotions and it has to be trust-based.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, and and you know I will say this: it's like you you've got to value yourself. If you don't value yourself and think that you have ten thousand dollars worth of service or more, uh, then no one's going to buy into that. So it is kind of like that unconscious belief that you know. To me, and I know you probably agree that everything is energy. So let's just say, oh yeah, I already know what I'm going to offer. You know, X, Y, and Z. I've got my price point, but unconsciously, if if you're not believing it. People are not, they're going to pick up on that energy, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You have to have confidence.
0: Yeah. So, so let's go through the process of, you know, where would someone start? They're like, mm-hmm. wow, I really, I know that I have a gift. Because I know you probably work with people that have some kind of, quote unquote, gift or service. Yep. They've got an idea that they know they could really create a transformation in someone's exactly. life. So yep. when you're walking someone through the process, you know, what's, what's the very first step?
1: Well, in, in, in the non-pushy sales? Yes. (laughs) Well, Well, first of all, I'll say that when I, when I teach people the, the full, um, process that I, I go through in my conversations with, uh, potential clients, it's about an hour plus. So we're, we're just sharing like the little, little chunk down version um so i'm going to give some the some of the most powerful pieces and the first one is to create rapport take a moment to let them to to genuinely care about who they are usually hopefully there's been an assessment that they've filled out beforehand that you've read and you've looked at and look at how old they are do they have a partner do they have children did they just have a birthday you know kind of look at for look for things that you can connect with so that you're genuinely coming from the heart because authenticity is really something that's difficult to fake and that's one of the key pieces to having that person invest.
0: Mm, I, I love that. Yeah, so, so really understanding who they are. I, I know I've been on uh, calls before when I was looking to hire mentors and the people that would, I just felt they were selling me, obviously mm-hmm. they didn't get my business. It just, it felt awful. So no one wants to be, quote unquote, sold to.
1: Nobody wants to be sold to, but we all love to buy stuff. (laughs)
0: Exactly. Exactly. So you're saying, you know, it's important to make that connection, find out a a little bit about them so that you can create
1: rapport. Exactly. And then, you know, the next step, I mean, it's not really a step, it's just a key piece to remember. Do a lot of listening. Mo- you should mostly be asking questions, and the person on the other end should be doing most of the talking. And the whole, really, the whole purpose is to genuinely discover what they need. Because if they know that you get what they need, then what you offer is hopefully going to be relevant. To what they need, and hopefully there can be some flexibility. So I guess the next step is to have some components. Like I've, my most popular program came together from, li- you know, listening to my people and realizing, oh, this other thing isn't quite right. And so I would offer the, you know, oh, well, let's let's do something that works just for you, and have them help you. You like. What do you think? You, you know, like, does this feel like it meets your needs? No? Okay, well, let's add something in. So, have a little bit of flexibility to let them, that's gonna help them feel like they're very special and that you're really catering to it. Because if somebody's gonna invest $10,000 or more, they don't wanna feel like they're getting a cookie cutter.
0: Right. Yeah, it, it's so true. And I appreciate the fact that you said, really listen to people. Because, how many times have you been on? the other line where people would just say, oh, I'm so great and wonderful and here's my experience, and then they just keep talking and then you don't feel like you've really been
1: heard. Exactly, but it, whatever your credentials are really matter very, very little. I mean, I have a, I have a lot of cred and I could go on and on and on about it, but ultimately that the trust doesn't come from the cred, the trust comes from that person Feeling like you give a shit, Are <laughs> French, but feeling like you actually care and that you are going to be listening to them and responding. And so that means tuning in. Um, the next thing that I would say is really, really important is to let them off the hook from the beginning. So a lot of people come in and let them, first of all, let me just say, please let them know they're coming into a sales conversation. You don't have to call it a sales conversation. You can call it a discovery session, but to be super clear with people, I've been to, I, in the beginning, when I was first learning up about business, I would go to different speaker events and people would offer a free session. And and it would sound like I was gonna get a free consultation of some sort, and and it was actually a sales conversation. And that that bait and switch that ruins trust and yes. it puts the defenses up. And even if people know from the beginning, so I make sure I let people know this is a conversation to talk with me about what's keeping you stuck, how my programs can help you, that's what the conversation's about. It's still a really valuable conversation. But that's what it's about. And then when they come into the conversation, remind them of that because if they've come to it through a summit or some, or some other thing, they may not have remembered. And so to remind them that this is what we're here to do today. And also, if you decide, if we both decide we're not a match, I'm. It's all good. You know, I'm still going to think you're great. So we just want them to know that there's not going to be pressure or judgment about them if they choose not to and what that does is it takes the defenses down so that they can actually drop in and be open Mm. what you're gonna share because we're uh, like i said we're all afraid of being sold to we don't like it so we come in with like i'm not gonna buy i'm gonna you know i gotta i gotta be prepared for all the gimmicks you're gonna throw at me and and then all of a sudden they realize like oh there there isn't a gimmick she's just being straightforward no, no pressure, it's all good.
0: I, I love that because, yeah, no one likes, like we've been saying, no one likes to be sold to. You, you've got to create connection. You have to uh, tell the person like what you are saying, hey, this is why you're here so that they understand. Uh, I think that's really important. I think people will also develop, like you said, they develop trust, respect. Um, they feel like, yeah, this person has uh, my interest. You know, my, my best interest. I, I have to tell a quick story. So it was uh, someone had contacted me on Facebook and they're like, Oh, you know, uh, are you an author? And I'm like, Yeah, I've written a couple books. Da, 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 da. And they're like, um, Oh, I want to tell you about da, 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 da." Let's jump on the phone. And a couple minutes into it, I'm like, This person is trying to sell me into this author series. I'm like, I did not get on this call, you know, to. <laughs> I thought it was such a turnoff. I, I yeah. could not believe this. This was a couple of years ago, but what yeah. you're saying, if he if they would approached it like you were saying, to ask questions, like you know, what is the vision of what you want to do as an author? And did it no, none of those questions? It was all about how great their project was, and basically that was it. And then asked me to buy in. I'm like, absolutely not.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, curiosity is really important it's really key. Absolutely. Absolutely. What what do you find are some
0: of the other mistakes that coaches or consultants are making when it comes to their, their sales conversation?
1: Coming in with a sense of desperation, (laughs) which I, I understand, you know, like I was that desperate person in the beginning, you know, when I first even learned, I mean, first of all, know that you have to have a sales conversation. So my biggest mistakes in the beginning were, I was giving away a free session with myself and people would come in and have a really powerful transformation and thank me and then walk off. And I just assumed that because what I was doing was so wonderful, people were going to want more and ask for it. And actually you have to say, oh, you know, I have this thing (laughs) I would like to invite you, you know, so realize that you have to be the, like, especially if you're going to be in the place of leadership and taking somebody through a process that's it we're all transformational leaders what mine's spiritual but if yours is business specifically you know whether it's team building you're transforming some taking somebody from where they are now to where they want to be and so that's that's essential to build that that connection and that awareness for them
0: yeah, absolutely. No, uh, what you're saying is just so true. And what happens? Because I know this happens for a lot of uh, coaches or service-based people, or what you know they call sometimes heart-centered or mm-hmm. spiritualpreneurs, is that yeah. at you know they're they're asking for the sale. Like they're so afraid to ask for the sale, especially at the high-ticket item. You know, yep. so if someone's just used to charging, let's say one thousand or nothing at all and all of a sudden they're going to to ten thousand. Yeah. Right. Uh how how do you explain to navigate around that or some mm-hmm. s- strategies as far as phrasing the language? Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, again, you have to really stand in your value. If you if it and and a lot of, you know, for me, I just talked about this last night to a, a group. You know, a lot of heart centered uh entrepreneurs are, and and I think even not even whether you don't consider yourself that, I think it's really obvious that there are a lot of people doing some really messed up things because of money, and like just lose short sightedly losing the greater vision for creating you know healthy operable environments and cultures, and so a lot of us see what's happening in the name of money. And so, for people who are super heart-based and service-based, well, I don't want to have anything to do with that. And I was thinking, what, what if, you know, big corporations started saying, you know, we're not going to take cash anymore. We're, there's this, there's this currency that's all based in service, and we want, you know, we're only going to take payment by service. That's powerful, right? but they had to win the money game (laughs) to have the influence, you know, like if it was Oprah or Apple, you know, like we would be paying attention to that. And so we have to learn how to work with money and yes, consciously, work with it in a way that that serves our what we believe to be in integrity so we have to clean up our money shit because if we've got weird judgments about it and weird stories about it and we don't know how to work with it in a way that truly serves us then we're not gonna it's not gonna happen for us i certainly had to do that same thing you know i had those same ideas about money and then realized well I want to make big change. I want to be generous. I want to donate to causes that matter to me. And I, I can't, you know, I can't donate my food stamps. <laughs> I could, but it'd be really hard.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's so true. And I, I really feel you're actually doing a disservice if you are not empowering yourself financially because um, you not further your causes if you are not making a difference and you can't create that transformation in the world, if you're playing small, so you've got to really step out of your your comfort zone, and and mm-hmm. you know it, it does go back to what you're believing in. Who told you it was bad, you know to to make a lot of money? Uh, you know you have got to be financially beyond to me beyond financially stable because okay. it, the more money you make, the more influence you can have. So if you if we look at powerful influencers in the world like like an Oprah. She yeah. can actually put her message out there, multiplied because she has wealth. And, and that's where you really wanna look at making a lot of money. Make as much money as you can and and really create a, a message and a mission that can transform the world. I, I, think, if, I think if people look at it that way, uh, they'll, they'll start creating a shift. Like, And I was reading somewhere, uh, I think it was on Business Insider, that the average age of a millionaire is 37. Think about years ago, when that wasn't true so now we've developed this new kind of consciousness where wait a minute i can't charge for a ten thousand dollar program i hear everyone right. else is doing it right well, what are your thoughts on that
1: well um yeah i mean the the whole money piece again it's it's really just a concept i mean i know that when i was i was doing really amazing i still had the same skills and wisdom pretty much that i have now as far as my offerings, but back when I didn't know how to stand in my value and listen to somebody's pity story and and did a session for them for forty dollars, they didn't really get any transformation out of it. Now that I I actually stand in the value, that conveys to people what 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 we're doing. I'm getting pulling the big guns out for you. You know this is a big deal, and so the the money piece is a way of conveying value, and. I've also, you know, I I charge. I have you know ten thousand dollars programs that other that many people is like. This is a thirty thousand dollars program, and I know I could ask that much, and I want to make it available. You know, I want to make it available, and then there are some people I know personally, and they're charging twenty, 000, thirty thousand dollars, and I'm like, okay, that's good. I'm glad you're getting it. I'm glad people are paying that, and you know, like. I wouldn't want to pay that much so really it has to be we all have to make that determination for ourselves because we answer to ourselves if you're asking $10,000 for a $500 program you got to live with that in your nervous system you know if you can get away with it well good on you I guess (laughs) but it really you know it really like we have to for me if it's not coming from a place of authenticity, it's not sustainable. We fry our nervous systems when we're out of integrity and what it does, doesn't have anything to do with spirituality. This is the, the geeky science part of me. You know, if we are not aligned with, with our actions, then it, it really tears us down and has a toll on us. So um, it's important to stand in your value. And I think if you're kind of like, Charging a super crazy inflated fee to make people think that you're more valuable than you are That is a house of cards that will probably crash down, you know, we've seen a lot of that happening We know with the the fake the fake inflated, you know egos or or greed like it just we're, we're starting to see those things crash down. So for me, I would rather people walk away saying, oh my God, that was, are you kidding me? That was a bargain. That $10,000 program was a bargain. And to go tell all their friends, like, wow, you should, you, you know, because then it makes it like, you know, I have people that call up and I don't, they don't even need to hear it. They don't even need the whole strategy session. Like, I just want to work with you before you raise your prices like that, like that's grace and ease. And what that does to my nervous system to know that, uh, I'm, that people feel like they're going away with, you know, miracles and that $10,000 is an incredible investment. That was a, 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 an amazing deal, like that does things to my nervous system that, you know, charging 30 or $40,000 wouldn't make up for quite honestly. Mm,
0: Yeah, no, what you're saying makes absolute sense. But what if, you know, let's just say someone says, yes, you know, I know I have a a program that is valued at 10,000, but they're like, you know, the the economy is going to crash or it's crashing now i don 't really know if it's feasible for people to do that you know to charge that much
1: yeah i I would still stand in it, you know yeah. I, I would really stand in it because um you know i paid I, I I needed to learn about business i'd been you know doing the free thing and <laughs> going to the free summits and conferences, and I'd pieced together a really crap business model that had me working way too hard, you know and spreading my my bandwidth and just too many different places. And I, and I, but I, I, I spent years looking for a program that could integrate my integrity, like wasn't gimmick based. And I finally found a program that I really knew like this is a perfect match for me. It was a $10,000 program. Uh, it, and I, I was, I, I pretty much maxed out my credit cards. Like I didn't have anything. Yes, I found, you know, I borrowed that money and, you know, it, oh, how could you ask somebody to borrow money because they, then it means something to them. You know, right. I, I went to a private college and I pay, I worked full time and I, I paid my way through. I'm, you know, and I went to a college with a lot of trust fund kids that were drinking and they didn't, they didn't, they didn't give a crap you know, I showed up sitting at the front taking notes, you know, like I was in that. I, and so I've been there. I know how valuable it actually is to push somebody and expect them like show up, put down the money, especially if it's not easy, they're going to value yes. it so much more. They're going to get so much more out of it. And so I had to shift my perspective. Like I've, I've been on the other end and I had no qualms about it. I totally value it. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful I did that $10,000 business program. It's, it turned my business into a six-figure business. You know, It's worth it 10 times over. <laughs> you know,
0: it, it's true because I've interviewed a lot of people. I went through the same thing, maxed out my credit cards. Um, I would do it again in a heartbeat. Uh, to grow my business and i was that you know just i'm like i it's do or die for me like i, I really want to put my work out there i know i've got something of value and i'm like i'm just gonna do it i was so scared but at the same time it, it was the it was the biggest payoff and so when i'm interviewing other people you know yeah a hundred thousand fifty thousand whatever their investment is you know to me it's like you can't you can't stop investing in yourself. I, I, I found the fastest path and maybe, you know, the people that are watching or listening to this thing and understand it's like, if you want to create transformation, you've got to ask for the sale. You've got to ask yeah. for the money. And to me, it's, it's, it's a spiritual transformational act that takes place because you are changing their life, whatever you're helping them with, you've, you've got to see the value on that and, and that other people before like yourself have invested. You've invested yeah. in your expertise, and you're you're taking all of that um, experience, and then you're you're able to accelerate someone's results. So maybe,
1: exactly.
0: you know, people that are watching they they can kind of think about that. Uh, you know, why their ten thousand dollar program is is uh you know really uh, important. Yeah. So when you're working with people and you're getting them prepped in this kind of sales conversation, are there any other like tips or strategies or mindset shifts that you recommend
1: well there's always the the objections right like i have to think about yes. it i don't have enough money uh it's too expensive so um you know when people say i have to think about it oftentimes that's a strategy to because they 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 just want to get off the hook mm-hmm. now for me it's a really interesting conversation because my focus is on helping people to break through subconscious patterns, which are riddled with resistance and money is the biggest way that resistance shows up to give us a logical excuse why we don't need to actually do something different and have a different reality. So it really pushed my own comfort zone cause like I, if I'm actually gonna stand in my wisdom and my power as a mentor, I have to be willing to face them. So I, it's kind of hard for me to suggest to somebody else, but some of the questions I would ask is, okay, can I ask you a question about that, you know? do." You, this whole purpose of this call is to give you everything that you need to make an empowered decision. So it's okay if you have some skeptical questions or you're worried about asking me some hard questions, that's what I'm here for. Now is the time. If you're gonna go sit afterwards, like, I can't answer those questions. So if there's anything that you still need to know to make that decision, let's, let's talk about it right now. You know, what can I do to help you right now? And then another piece that I ask people when they say I need to think about it, I say, you know, I really honor that. I need to, too. And this is a big investment. And my question is, do you, is this a process that you use on, on a regular basis to make decisions? And they usually say, yeah, of course. I say, well, those decisions got you to this call. Like you've already done the best that you can do. And the only way that you're going to have a different reality is if you do something outside your comfort zone and make a different decision. And so my, my only caution with, I'm going to go think about it is that you're going to go back into this default that has gotten you so far, but you need to get farther. And so I know there's some fear about saying yes right now. So what is keeping you? What's genuine? like, let's get real. (laughs) Let's get authentic with each other. You can tell me, I don't trust you <laughs> or I'm afraid this isn't actually going to, you know, like let's get down to the real objection because they're just throwing out the, like, I need to think about it. I need, you know, it's too much. I uh, have to ask
0: my husband.
1: I have to partner. Ask. Well, and that, you know, that's something that I create at the beginning. I ask them, is there somebody that we'd need to talk, you know, that you'd need to consult with before you can make a commitment And I had this happen the other day. And the woman said, well, I would need to ask my husband. I said, okay, great. Let's reschedule, get him. I said, does he know you're even looking for help? Does he know that you're actively looking for a mentor? And she said, no. I said, well, that's a really good conversation. Like, how's why is he going to, if you spring on him, you know, I I didn't even know you were looking, you know, like he should know about this and let's get him on the call too. So I didn't waste my time getting to the very end of a full hour long consultation. And then she, and then another question I ask is, have they been supportive of you in the past? Yes. You know, because if they're not likely to be supportive of you, how are you gonna convey the value uh, and the needs without them being on this conversation to really understand what's what your challenges are and what your needs are? So get them on the conversation.
0: Mm. I love, Amanda, that you mentioned that uh, about getting them into the conversation or the part about support. I I cannot tell you how many times I've talked to women and they said that their, their partner, they were afraid to ask or go to them. I'm like, what kind of relationship are you in that you cannot say, hey, I want you to support me on it. You don't have to ask for permission. You're a woman with your own mind you know and and you need to go after your dreams i always find it interesting when women are in those toxic relationships that they're subordinating to um you know their husband and i i, I could speak with authority on that because i've been in many relationships obviously been I've a great one now but i would spend it was my own money i would tell them how much i was spending and they'd start freaking out and i started feeling guilty about it. And I realized I attracted those people into my life going to, to own my own power and going, no, this is my business. I will do whatever I want and I don't have to ask for permission. I, I think with women too, if you, you know, yes, if you have to talk about money, that's fine, no. but it should really come from the place of support. Like I want you to support me on this uh, decision, you know, it's like, cause to me it goes back to what kind of relationship you have if you're scared to talk to your significant other.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Absolutely.
1: So then I, you know, then we get into, oh, well, you may need me for some relationship support. But.
0: Exactly. Because don't you think like relationship and money, it, it's it's tied, it, it is tied together, you know. Absolutely. So if you can't be empowered in your relationships, how are you going to be empowered in your money? I also like what you said about overcoming those objections around sales with kind of like a curiosity or ease what you yeah. do not do is push someone I did not hear you push someone in like you have to do this you were yeah. just kind of like
1: well let's talk about this you know yeah what, and what you, you asked saying? can I ask you can I ask you a question about that I'm really curious about something could, could we explore that for a minute Um, I've never had somebody say no, but if they said no, like, okay, well, if they're not interested in even, you know, then there's something like really coming up in them. And quite honestly, I mean, I could help them have that breakthrough, but if they're not ready, if they're not by that point ready to meet me, then they're, you know, I'm, I'm willing to let that one go. Like they're not a good match. It's not resonant. And so they're going to be, what I've found is like that desperation of like taking, like working so hard for that difficult client. Like they're going to be the pain in the ass. Oh yes. We're going to cost you so much, so much that's not worth whatever it is you're charging for that program.
0: I've learned my lesson. <laughs> I, I, I've done that. And my motto is if you have to drag them in, you're going to have to drag them around.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And even fire him. I mean, I, yes. I took somebody on that was a little sob story-ish. I bought it. It hooked me and, you know, re- was a little like a uh, working through a lot. And then, and actually like before we even started the work, I'm like, I'm going to refund you your money. I, I actually don't want to do this. Like, yeah. this is really, a <laughs> you know, like it's not, a, I'm not feeling it. So I feel mm. bad about that one. I usually am, am better about the d- discernment, but. Um,
0: so yeah. having clear boundaries, you know, I think it's really important. Like you get really excited about selling your 10 K pro program, but you also, you, like you're saying, you've got to be in alignment with that person energetically, mm-hmm. because if you're not, it's going to be, you know, just watch, just wait and watch because that person is going to be demanding, entitled. Uh, a pain you you want to get on the phone and be inspired and in talking to your, your mm. clients at least I want to feel that way I don't want to mm. be like oh great I have to do yeah. this call.
1: and the last one I'll say is to be the kind of client you want to have mm. you know so I there's a women's mastermind I'm a part of and uh the the sales person she's you know called me she's a new person To sign me up for the program, like I'm, I'm ready. Like I, I know everything about it. I'm really excited. Here's my, you know, credit card. She's like, oh, that was awesome. That was easy. I'm like, yeah, maybe, may, maybe so for all of us, you know. And to, you know, to really show up with integrity, make wise decisions for yourself when you make a financial commitment. Like if you don't want a client committing to do a program with you and then, then you know, doing a chargeback or whatever, like. Be the client you want to yes. have. It's really important.
0: It, it is so true. And uh, years ago, I had a person that just wrote all this bad stuff about me. Long story short, I mean, I just didn't know any better. Uh, she invested in my program, did not tell her husband, mm. and then she signed the contract, and it was just a big mess. And then, you know, I was like, well, you know, should I give her a deposit back? Like I was really, to be honest, I was thinking more about the money. I'm like she was she signed this legal contract. But anyways, it, it really turned out to be the biggest um, lesson and blessing for me. Uh, what you're saying is is don't work with clients that, you know, that that haven't talked to their significant other, you know, uh, decision makers and, and don't hang on to them just because you want the money. But, you know, we, we have to learn these things. At least
1: I did. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. When you're making a clear communication of who you are, who your ideal client is. Even, you know, to them, to yourself, to source if that plays into your life, that clear communication of standing again in your authenticity and your integrity i every single time and i've had it happen with the people that i teach this to like oh my gosh, i i you know said no to that person and this amazing new client showed up and it's like yes, yes it happens Almost every single I, I love
0: that. I, I really want to pause and reiterate what you said. It's like not holding on to people, only working with people that are alignment and and saying no because that next person will walk through the door. You're opening absolutely. yourself up. Absolutely. I, I love that. Amanda, I could be talking to you for hours. I think <laughs> you are absolutely amazing. Uh, but we're out of time. And before we go, I know you have a special gift. So can you tell us a little bit about what that is? And for people that are watching or listening, you'll you'll find it uh, right below this video or audio?
1: Yeah, it's my spiritual success mentoring kit and it includes an ebook that I wrote called Unlock Your Success Code. And it's a description of the system that I created for shifting the subconscious patterns that have us stuck working too hard, painful, repetitive patterns that we can't seem to break out of, being stuck in our business, not able to break through to that next level. And then there's a guided journey that I created so that you can go through the practice without having to memorize it which is awesome. And then the third piece is a discovery session, a Live Your Purpose and Prosper discovery session to talk with me about the programs that I have and how they might be a match to help you to get through whatever blocks you have going on. Mm,
0: I love that. I encourage everyone to go ahead and download Amanda's gift, take her up on her offer. And Amanda, thank you so much for coming to this masterclass today. Thank you so much. And I just want to close out this session uh, to, hopefully you've taken notes, uh, you've internalized it, watch the replay and realize that you have value to put out there and don't be afraid to do it because realizing that uh, you can transform someone's life. So go after your biggest ambitious goals and take action. Until next time, this is Heather Picken. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye so i hope you enjoyed this masterclass. now my question for you is what are you going to do in the next 90 days i want you to take action that is aligned with your ambitious goal you know when i work with clients i actually show them how to change the neuroplasticity of their brain and part of the process is really understanding you know what goal what action that i want to take is actually in alignment with my vision and mission and purpose. So you want to make sure that you have that. Uh, My other ask is to consider uh, doing the Fearless and Fabulous female bundle. That is an upgrade and it's $97. It runs throughout the summit. The reason why that's important is number one, it's going to accelerate the rate in which you start attracting your success with some of the strategies that uh, these experts are offering you. Uh, Number two, it's actually going to support a cause called She Should Run. As I mentioned earlier, it's about getting 250,000 women running for office by 2030. As women, we are so powerful and I believe we're really living in an interesting time that we can change the world with our work. So again, I hope you consider the Fearless and Fabulous bundle. And I want you to take action, okay? I'm going to be checking up on you.